3: Welcome to Dungeons
0: and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop role-playing podcast. Hi, I'm Cap, and I play Jamella. I'm Rule. He's the game master. No, I'm not.
4: Uh, hi, I'm Colin. I
5: play Bartholomew of Gleeman, the somewhat werewolfy rogue. Hi, I'm Lefty Lucy, and I play Lefty, the pirate queen of sorts.
1: Hey, I'm Doug, and I'm playing Bogo, a uh, barbarian uh, with a, uh, a tender heart. What are we crunching today, everybody?
4: I don't. You send me this crazy uh, black, uh, really scary looking bag.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we're we're going into a black, scary looking forest, so you have a black, scary looking bag there. And what that is, Colin and Lefty, is the most um, coveted Dorito flavor internationally of 2016.
6: What?
0: That is the Halloween garlic pepper Dorito.
5: Ooh. Oh shoot! Wow. I do like how spooky the bag is.
0: It has a Dracula on it and some bats.
5: And a menacing castle. And boy, I sure would love to share
0: that with you guys in the studio. But unfortunately, out of the three bags I ordered, one of them ruptured. (gasps) We took one for the team, sent them out to Colin and Lefty. Holy shit. I ate the remnants of the bag. The ones in the bottom of it weren't too stale. I can attest that this chip is amazing. It's worth all the hype. Mm. But I'm Sorry. But don't worry, Okay. we have something that they don't have, but I'll let these guys try this out first.
5: It's All right, here we go.
4: I'm opening the bag and in, in the way in which you can only open the Japanese bags now. From, from the, the tab. tab. Yep. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, they smell great.
4: Oh, they smell so good. It, it kind of smells like a steak. You know what I mean? Like the seasoning you put yeah, on a steak.
5: Totally. All right, are you ready to crunch? Oh, I'm ready, ready to, to crunch. Ready on, it in my mouth and not my nose.
4: <laughs> here we go. Right. Three, two, one.
5: Oh, oh yeah, okay. that You're is paying for this later. Hello, delicious corn chip.
1: oh What do we got? Oh, the oh it's just the turd
6: flavor Doritos. <laughs> like,
5: hmm, no, guys, the garlic. Because like
6: is... I don't have anything like that. Oh, really? The turd-like.
5: garlic is great. Oh, the it is... like an actual corn chip. Like you can taste the Dorito, you can taste the chip, you can taste the garlic, you can taste the pepper. Oh,
4: man. Like this but is the, a win. The pepper is not like crazy overpowering. It's a really nice balance of flavor between the garlic and the pepper. But the garlic has that nice savory garlic taste. This is incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, sold out several times over. I tried to get a refund, Try to get a replacement. I got a refund. I didn't get a replacement because they were sold out internationally.
4: This is, but it's like, you know how the Japanese chips have that slight sweet taste to them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, this adds, like, this harnesses the power of that slight sweet taste with the garlic and the pepper. and, And it's just, like, comes together in this delicious, like, celebration in your mouth quinoa
0: that's a deep cut (laughs) okay okay so while you guys are enjoying that i do have something that we don't have shareable quantities of so uh we got a studio exclusive here so enjoy that maybe this will be better i have a letter here from evan baumel aka no namer he says three and a half years ago i sent dungeons and doritos the sausage flavored doritos from japan At that point in my life, I'd listened to you for years, but had yet to make a donation. I'd just failed chemistry and was somewhat lost in terms of where my future would take me. Since then, I graduated from college, got a good-paying full-time job, wrote a book, traveled to Israel, and became a Patreon backer for Nerdy Show and Lightning Dogs. Mm. It's great to see Nerdy Show grow over the years, adding shows such as Ghostbusters Resurrection, Friday Night Fan Fiction, Lightning Dogs, Liberty, and The Orphans. It's also great to finally have the income to provide the support you guys need to sustain the great content that you find nerds produce. Anyways, on to the Doritos. He sent us an entire box of Doritos scavenged from Israel. Whoa. Every wow. conceiv- every flavor available in that nation, it has to be because this box is a treasure trove. I'm kicking it over to Doug here.
1: Whoa, they written in the Star Wars orabesh. <laughs> <laughs> These
0: there's, Doritos there's were da- bought throughout Israel with sightings in ah. Svad, uh, Tel Aviv, Eilat, and Jerusalem. While none should have the wacky flavors that Japan is home to, there are some interesting variations in the traditional Doritos we know in the U.S. I've only tried the orange bag, which is some type of cheese coating, and the yellow bag, the legendary flavorless Doritos. I gift these treats from the Holy Land to you with the hope that you may one day (laughs) visit this beautiful land that many Jews and Muslims call home. Unfortunately, the Israeli-Palestine conflict is enormously complex and is often made worse by misunderstandings from allies on both sides. I urge your listeners to try to truly understand the perspectives from all sides. Perhaps nerdy mediums such as comics, video, and board games, science and technology could be a venue for the peace we seek. Stay well, have fun, keep being nerdy. Evan Balmel. Oh, this is a nice.
1: ridiculous this, amount of. There's shit. like this weird skinny bag, like it's like it's like the narrow, uh, yeah, bag. yeah,
0: really narrow bag, which that, I believe oh. is are full of tiny Doritos, the, the like from Doritos mix from Japan and also America. Oh, I mean, um, that, yeah, that flute. He also says, "P.S. I'd also like to give you a signed copy of my book, Broken Mast: Changing Course for the Capitalist Ship, available on Amazon, Kindle, and iBooks."
5: Wow, nice. nice.
0: Yeah. So
1: cool. Thank Lessie? you so much. And he, wow. and he wrote inside, to Nerdy Show. Thanks for the entertainment you have provided to me over the years.
4: What an awesome guy. That's fantastic. That was, yeah. That's, you, he, can, you know uh, what? He's,
1: he's a true Roosevelt. You can uh, get this book Roosevelt. on Amazon through our links. <laughs> yep, <laughs> sure throw can. it up there. Uh, awesome. One, one two true punch. Roosevelt. Help
0: a fellow fan. Help Nerdy Show at the same time. Aces. Now, what I'm holding here... Are the fl- is the flavor I'm most excited about out of this Israeli haul, and that it's is what pizza? appears to be supreme pizza Doritos. That's what it looks Let's like. do it! Yeah, that's the first one. This, this is a, that if open. this is what I think it is. It is an old time American Dorito delicacy that's long been de- away from our shores. Oh, 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 what, what, it, what this is is this? Wait, there's a packet there's inside. Su- there's something inside is it the a bag. Prize? It has. I don't
5: know what it is. Doug, can you open this up? Uh, it's got. Star is there Wars flavor, flavor within the flavor? I don't know. It's um, Oh my god, extra flavor powder. Is this
1: like that oh No, 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 no. no. <laughs> if, what if it's like what if it's like that the pepper stuff that you sprinkle on a pizza? Oh, that would be crazy. It smells like pepper. I'm getting a huge whiff of something. Is, I can is, I can is, attest
0: to the base flavor being a pepperoni pizza kind of thing. Dump that powder on there. Let's see what happens. So just, well, hold on, let me try let me, one
6: without it. Let yeah, let's try one without. That could be like like that stuff that they put in the uh, other packaging that is just like yeah, like in sneakers to keep <laughs> the freshness. <laughs> says, yeah. says really, it really says go. do not put this on <laughs> <Yeah>. the food. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, if you even <laughs> open this, you will all die. <laughs> listen, just
1: let, I'm gonna shake it. Listen, listen. So there's definitely like. This is really good. All right, I'm going to gonna I'm gonna open this, and I'm going to give it a sniff, and I'll tell you what if it smells like. Uh, this little packet smells definitely like a pepper. Careful not oh, not it's drop to it. spice it up. Yeah. It's to
6: make it spicy.
1: And yeah, I'm yeah. going to try the chip plain first. Let's try it just plain. Okay. Yeah,
6: just toss that in the bag, and then shake up the bag, and then we'll oh. all die together.
1: Dude, shake. No, that's it. You pour it in the bag, then shake the bag. Yeah. That I mean, has to be.
6: Well, that's yeah. That's what it says. You can't read that? But it's not. <laughs>
1: It's not Guys. In, it's not in basic. I don't pouring it in. Here we go. Cap.
0: Yes. Lick the chip. Trust me. <laughs> lick
1: the lick chip. Lick the
4: chip. All right.
1: Now we're so going to shake. So fold that down. Yeah. Yep. After years Folding of Doritos tasting. Shaking it. Way to do it. Make sure it gets good. So thorough. it is. That's that's
6: what it's an extra is packet no. of flavor,
1: flavor. dust. There's no. There's no instruction on the back. No pictured instruction. I mean, there's written stuff, but who knows? And shaking it. Only Americans
6: need pictures as well as the writing to know that. Or no. you pour it in there and shake it up.
0: Uh, my guess for the other bags, we haven't tried them yet. Uh, salsa verde, uh, spicy sweet chili, toasted corn. Um, they they have the same design, color, everything, just not the same language as the I American chips. The I think they're the same. We haven't aroma. tried them yet.
1: That tastes great. What does it taste like? Pass it on over it's, here. It's, it, it tastes is, like a Supreme Pizza. Yeah, it tastes like a pizza, but not like... Here,
6: It's on. even better than the, the pizza-flavored Doritos that we used to have.
1: That's great. And it tastes like you eat a pizza, and then you got the breadstick left over, and you dip it in the sauce, and you eat that. That's really crazy. It added a little bit of cheesiness, yeah. a little bit more sausage kind of flavor to it. Oh, it's way yeah. better than that black bag, whatever they were eating. It's so
5: good, you guys. Yeah, nice try, this sucker. Epic. Not only is our Dorito awesome in flavor, but it's Goth, so we win. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah, but I got pizza. Well, Ours is Star Wars. Themed. I got a
5: Super Pizza <laughs> in my freezer right now, bro. Star Wars pizza.
0: <laughs> I'm opening a two-in-a-bag flavor right now that looks like it's uh, nacho and some kind of crazy spice, but I don't know. And then
1: after this, we'll do the the yellow flavorless. To see what the legendary flavorless—oh, uh, this is barbecue somehow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We a little smoky, a little bit. Is
0: there—is
4: there, is there a, a packet, a flavor packet? Not in that one. I wonder what makes that one like special. It's got a big pizza on the front here, and I'm—I'm going right, to. So this is Cap. Did you did you lick the chip? Did you like let it fall on your tongue? So
1: what do you got? There? I sure
0: did. I have a black bag with the spicy pepper on it, and the, the chips are on fire. All right. I'll try.
1: I'll try that one. Then we got to do the yellow flavorless we're not gonna get through all this we I gotta, I we gotta we, get we, to the adventure we know, I know I know
0: we know what toasted corn tastes like I mean you don't but I you'll think, find out I
6: think we should save
1: uh, we got three three four bags open already yeah let, we'll save it then we'll save it we'll, yeah let's save out. it for next time
0: um, our, <laughs> our black bag it's spicy but not super spicy mm-hmm. but it's got some good flavor to it it's kind of like what mm-hmm. if Cool Ranch didn't suck
6: yeah
1: this is like a full symphony of
0: flavors <laughs> anyway you can support us on Patreon you can support us by mailing Doritos you can support us on Amazon. You can buy Dungeons & Doritos t-shirts at nerdyshow.com slash store. You can find links to all the ways you can support us at nerdyshow.com slash support. We have D&D stickers. We have D&D dice bags um, and t-shirts for all the characters in the cast. Um, you should totally check them out. Wear some D&D. Wear them around town. People will be like, what is that? You tell them about the show. Word of mouth is great. But another way you can spread the word is also by rating and reviewing us on iTunes, which is really super-duper important. It helps people discover the show, new people. New people who've never heard of us before, your words, your star rating influence could help them discover Dungeons and Doritos. So to learn how to do that, head to nerdyshow.com slash spread the word. We've got all the instructions there. And you could leave a review like uh, some of the fine people that, uh, that have reviewed us in the past. For example, this message from Jesse Skipworth.
5: Jesse Skipworth says, love the D&D podcast with all the intense pickles the gang gets into. Keep it up.
0: And Fenrir Gochad. While book
4: one was a little rough around the edges, well, because it didn't have Barty in it, uh, Dungeons & Doritos has evolved since its inception in 2009 to become a monster of a broadcast. The storytelling is great, the production quality is just fantastic, and it introduced me to my favorite role-playing system, Saga's RPG. Rule. Woo-woo. Definitely give this a listen if you are a fan of tabletop games. Audio dramas, or just love to laugh with the great crew about their misadventures.
6: I thought that season one really started to pick up right around that crow storyline.
0: <laughs> I wonder why that is. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, thanks, everybody.
0: Thank you so much. Let's get into the adventure right now.
3: gotten themselves tied up in some sticky social dramas and I don't mean those smutty programs in espanol but just when you thought they couldn't get any dumber they went into a magic forest to save some useless nameless pirates good job you idiots Oh, let's make poor decisions for some background characters I guess whatever helps you sleep at night, I know what helps me sleep at night can you guess what? That's right! autoerotic erotic asphyxiation! It'll do wonders. You should try it out. But, uh, I'm getting... They're shaking the... Uh, they're shaking heads at me. Um, they, they, this statement is not endorsed by uh, the nerdy show LLC or any of its, uh, participating members. Just, uh, if you want to choke yourself out before bed, uh, that's a thing you can do? I'm not saying you should, but you certainly can. On with the show!
6: It's getting dark, it's getting cold, and he's lost the scent. And he's lost the scent.
4: Light up the night, Jamal. Light up tonight.
2: Uh, what kind of trees do we have here? Oak. Like like wrinkly oak trees, like
4: ancient
6: wooden oaks. Yeah, just like ah,
4: those are climbable. I'm I'm climbing them. For hmm. climb, I rolled an eight.
6: Okay. You climb up an oak tree.
4: What do I see up there at the top, the what? tippity top?
6: Oh, you're trying to get to the tippity top of the oak tree. Oh yeah. Okay, roll another climb through the canopy.
4: Yeah, man. I want to see where we are.
6: You're not a hobby. You know you, you you're realize in the middle the of bran- the Yoten den. <laughs> you, you realize that the branches get really thin the higher up you go. <laughs>
4: right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I meant I I want to see if there's like a fire or if there's like a clearing somewhere okay. or anything like that.
6: Okay. So would you roll for the second roll?
4: A 6.
6: And one more time?
4: All right. Now I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give it a little a little woof. A little woof. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Wolves don't climb trees well.
2: Some wolf juice? Ah.
4: Okay. Some wolf, Poor Todd. Wolf Some wolf juice. He's going to
1: try to leap through the canopy like a dog trying to hop over, look, look over a fence. Yeah. Well,
4: I, <laughs> up and down. All right. I rolled a five. They okay. got progressively worse as I got higher. Yeah. Which you're, makes you're sense. You're not
6: finding much of a path back, uh, higher than where you can go. It's getting really difficult to climb at this point. Everybody well down done. in the ground, though, roll a toughness check.
2: Uh-oh.
5: Seven.
6: 21. Oh, just the roll, then yep. 11. Okay. Yep. Who has wilderness Survivor? I do. Okay. Me too. So does Jamala. Okay. I also do. Okay.
2: Oh, so for toughness, I prepared. got awesome. a
5: five.
6: For you guys, you guys are, are just standing down at the bottom waiting for him to come down. That cold, misty air in uh, fading light, fading temperatures, it's starting to get really chilly. So um, there's actually a mist kind of forming at the bottom, like at the ground level. You guys are starting to shiver a little bit. You, uh, Bogo's fine. He he's he's comfortable. Um, but you guys are comfortable. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you guys have uh, uh, Jamal and Lefty have started uh, rubbing their arms without even really noticing that they're doing it. Ah, uh, anything? Okay. Nothing.
4: It's just trees. There's there's no there's no clearing. There's no opening. It's just dense forest.
1: Bogo nods sadly. Yoden dead.
4: Bogo, what are we supposed to do now? All they've told, all the, all the the Brodens warriors, all they told me was that they, how to kill these things or that they've killed these things. But they haven't told me about, the you know, this the forest and the fact that, uh, you know, now we're stuck. How do we find them? Once we find them, then we can kill them.
1: If Bogo knows a little bit, just this much more about the Yoden Den than they do, would he have an idea on, like, how to track somebody through it? Because it's a magical forest. If, like, things are growing behind him and and if things are changing all the time, would he know of a way that might be unconventional to them as a way to
6: track movement through it? Um, roll, roll intelligence or any kind of, like, lore skill you might have for... Well, I got uh, wilderness survival. I don't have anything listed under knowledge, under legendary warriors and weapons. Maybe there's an old story, I don't know. Yeah, try it. Okay. Let's and then the other people with wilderness survival can go ahead and roll that. <laughs>
1: no, that's not good. Yeah. That's
6: a, a seven total. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen?
5: Uh, five. That seems to be my number this game.
6: Yeah. Uh, Jamala, you're a little worried about not just finding them, but uh, you guys are going to find a way out. Then you're in a little bit of trouble because as bad as visibility is now, that fog is just going to get worse as the temperature keeps dropping. Well, now that Bogo knows that there's not really a
1: story or anything on how to track, would he at least know how to maybe make it through the night and that'd be more of the survival
6: side? Yeah, you can roll. Because okay. if it's like, I don't know how to track, we may as well, you know. Yeah, maybe least... surviving the night is the option. Exactly. So
2: between Shovel Guy appearing in, in the mid-morning and us getting in there, it's been hours.
6: Yeah. Weird, huh? Yeah. <laughs>
2: so uh, I rolled uh, 13
6: on Wilderness Revival. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to get a lot harder to even keep track of each other if the mm-hmm. fog keep. Because I'm not trying to make this sound like it's mystical fog or anything like this. This happens every night. Mm-hmm. It's hap- this is there every morning. It's, it's cold air. It just comes down off the mountains and it gets thick. You guys are in an already kind of moist environment and stuff like that. It's... It's a dark place. You can see maybe ten feet away from you because of the trees. Now you're gonna make it foggy. Probably hard to make a fire. Everything's so damp. Like, no, you have a dragonborn. That right, that's true. She breathes fire. Yeah, that does was. Bo- <laughs> does Bogo? Does Bogo
2: know
1: that though? That she can breathe fire?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I-, I showed you last time. Okay. So that was my next question. Actually, was is is there anything dry enough for me to set on fire with my breath so everybody could have a torch and it wouldn't just be me doing all the, the light work?
6: Yeah, you, you can. Um, Break off a branch and try it, and you know, take a, a, like moss and leaves and stuff, and make a like a makeshift sure torch. You guys have torches oh, yeah. too, so there's plenty of stuff to build fires and torches. You guys aren't not hurting for these resources. The resources are desperate.
2: Well, let's give everybody a torch and then pick a random direction. Unless your nose can do any good, Barty. Can you climb,
4: Bogo?
1: Yeah. He's really I, 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 He's
2: I'm I, down
4: on like the bottom most like cruck of the tree but I'm not all the way down I, I think we should sleep in the trees
2: if we go to sleep those people will surely die and we might as well just figure out how to get out of here
4: alright well then let's uh hey Yoden come on out sure we're ready
1: let's Bo- go Bogo, the color just leaves Bogo's face <laughs> yeah <laughs> It actually does look worried now. <laughs> and now he clutches the torch with both hands.
4: <laughs> y- Jotun! Bartholomew Ulfgaard Gleeman! One of Proton's chosen warriors challenges you for the return of our crewmates!
6: And just like some spooky movie you hear an owl or something screech off in this. distance. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Holy but, shit! I'm just
5: kidding!
6: <laughs> so you guys are just picking a random direction? Yeah. Uh, how
5: about the one with the spooky bird squealing? That way.
6: <laughs> all right, I pick your way in the direction. For you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you guys kind of make your way through the forest one step at a time. As it gets darker, the mist gets thicker, and you find that its you guys are at a point where if somebody's more than a couple feet ahead of you, they just become a glowing spot in a dark shadow.
4: My, uh, my suggestion is for us to uh, tie a line to each other. Okay. So that we're all connected First um, smart so thing
2: you've said in ages, Barty. I'm already <laughs> uh, spooling uh, some rope.
6: Okay, so you start to tie. You're, you're, you're pulling out the rope, and uh, everybody make a spot check.
4: It's a D8 kind of a game for me today.
6: Bogo says, can I be in the middle? <laughs>
4: what is
5: spot check?
6: Or perception.
5: I have 13. A, eight. Six. Four.
6: Okay, Barty, I want you to roll a wisdom.
4: All right. uh, Seven. Seven.
6: Okay, you go a little pale. You see, Uh as as you're pulling, you know, you guys are working the rope and you're getting ready to start wrapping each other up. You see this, you hear something first, and and that causes you to look up. You've gotten used to seeing the shadows of your allies and stuff, but the shadow you see behind your allies this time is huge in the 10 to 12 foot range, and it's hulking. It is not like... Just a large, tall person. It is like a monstrous mass of whatever, and then it just kind of fades back, like the like almost like the fog just kind of grows around it. Um. So wow. now, now roll another wisdom.
4: That's gonna be really hard for me to keep it together. <laughs> like instinct would just take over. Uh, four.
6: Yeah, you drop the rope and look around. Maybe tying each other up isn't a great idea. The
1: fuck are you doing? Doink, 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 doink. Like, likes. I likes. say <laughs> like when Bugs Bunny gets in a closet with a skeleton and then it comes out again. A-gug,
0: uh,
1: did, did you
4: see that?
2: Oh, fuck, what did you see?
4: <laughs> oh, uh, a 12-foot sh- sh- shadow behind you. Wait, yeah, I turned around. What I don't know. A shadow of what? A big old thing. A giant. You're
5: always so helpful, Barty. Hey, Bogo.
1: Bogo with Bogo with both hands on his torch, which just shuddering. Just Jotun. like corrective,
6: like correct, like correcting Barty.
4: Hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, Bogo, um, uh, uppies.
6: Lefty, Lefty, you you see something. Much like what I just described to Barty, except from the other direction. Oh, so like uh, oh boy! You see the 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 mist darken into a shape, and then within a couple seconds, as you you try to find the words, trying to try to say something, it just vanishes again.
5: Okay, I see shadow now too, Barty. Hey, um, hey,
1: Bogo, uppies. If he said if he demands uppies, Bogo is gonna just take one hand off of his torch. Pick up Barty, put him on his shoulder, facing the opposite direction.
6: Well, hold on. That's roll wisdom first. Roll wisdom first, oh, wisdom first to yeah, see if he knows he, what he means. No, because you're 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 playing him very terrified right now. Uh, yeah, I well yeah, yeah but
1: I'm just, so. I, I'm just like just quickly. But let's see what I got for uh. Eh, that, that ain't good. Yeah, your
6: whole attitude <laughs> is fuck that no, shit.
1: Yeah, and Boga, but instead, Bogo's
6: just like no, no, I'm I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, something uh, right. crashes. Something crashes in the woods just behind. Uh, behind you guys. I'm
2: going to unload on my biggest pulse of non-offensive light possible.
1: Okay. And then
4: as soon as soon as she does that, I'm throwing a dagger at the first sight of something.
1: Well, it's not the uh, first sight of something. You don't want it to be one of your,
6: you know. Hello. Well uh, we know.
5: Something what big. Something big. Okay. Something big. Where's everybody
6: how are you guys standing? Are you guys still standing in a circle like you guys were gonna e- tie each other off I think we're, guys... we're we're all like back to back, it seems like at this point. Okay. Yeah, right. I think
5: Jamal and I have a pretty good default way of making sure we're in physical contact while also ready to fight at the same time.
6: Cast the spell.
2: I rolled I rolled a thirteen.
6: Okay. Now roll your wisdom. And it's gonna be your general effect. Eleven? Okay. Uh, Jamala creates a big, giant, glowing orb of light. It doesn't chase away the fog. It just makes everything real bright where you are. So you, your level of visibility hasn't changed as far as, like, how far you can see. But it's actually But you guys can see each other a little bit more distinctly. And uh, as soon as that ball goes up, the large, looming shadow that is really kind of facing Jamala... That side of your kind of circle, you you see this big massive shadow there.
4: Is <laughs> it? Oh, immediate throwing dagger. Immediate.
1: Immediate. Okay.
6: What's to everybody else it. doing?
1: Uh, Bogo's probably waiting to see if it's aggressive. Cause if if it doesn't see us because of the fog, then you know
6: doesn't want to. Throw, oh, throw something. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, there was a big, big, loud like roar, too. Sorry. Forgot about the sound effect. Oh, okay. Yeah.
5: So it's an attacky.
6: Yeah, it's an attack mode, yeah. Uh,
4: I, I rolled a 13.
6: Okay.
1: I mean, Bogo will ready his axe. He can't be holding his axe and his torch at the same time, so he'll throw his torch in the direction of the roar if it's just... if it, not, like okay. to, not like, I'm gonna hit it, but more of like, light it up wherever it yeah. is, like if it's, you know, even yeah. if it's just the feet. Right. Light up
4: the night.
6: Well, it's you know it's a torch it's not going to suddenly set right. fire to everything right. but. Uh, uh,
1: like I want
4: like the wolf inside is like wanting to completely and
2: fully take over
6: yes so you need to roll for that too okay. Jamala what are you doing are you holding the light or are you dropping the light doing something else Um,
2: I am seeing that th- right in front of me full well ready to uh, take my staff and just turn that energy right back into an avenging light and, uh, um,
6: what is lefty doing
5: I've got my hand of my sword and I'm ready to fight.
6: Okay, so we're all attacking, right? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. So you rolled a thirteen to throw the dagger and uh, you hear the dagger hit and <laughs> the monster's growling sound that it makes just changes pitch for you know, a slight second. So the dagger hits.
4: Yeah, I rolled a four on keeping it together. Okay. Uh, what uh-huh. is everybody's initiative, by the way? Oh Jesus. You're asking all sorts of questions today.
6: Fourteen? Right. Okay. Eleven? Okay. The value is a 12. Okay. What's the value? The I
5: mean, value is 12.
6: Okay. So good. Uh, all right. Uh. So the dagger, he was. All, he already had that attack ready. He let loose. Everybody starts to move forward. There's a loud crash and a squeal from... that suddenly muffled as Jamala is grabbed and pulled backwards.
5: <laughs> Jamala! She
6: just vanished, and that... Sh- you you see another shadow. I can't shadow. fast enough. Huh?
5: I, I I can't like react fast enough to you run try. and try to dive.
6: You could try, but you're her. walking. You're walking into. You're running into the uh, the mist, away from the, the rest of the group, with another monster okay. right behind you.
5: I just turn and shout. Then
6: <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, Barty, who hasn't taken his eyes off the other one, rolls his. Came the beast. So Barty lunges into the shadow with his daggers out, and as he's lunging forward into the mist, the shadow itself is fading out, and it moves away. And you hear, you guys can hear the crashing of the trees, and you think that these creatures go running, and Barty's just kind of stuck. His animal instinct wants to chase, but he can't smell it. He can't, he doesn't know where to go. Barty. Now, having landed where that monster was, he's just standing there holding his dagger, sniffing at the air, trying to grab his scent. Then you catch it, a small scent of blood, and your nose dives down to the ground and you can see droplets of blood from where the dagger throw had apparently hit the monster. Pogo is holding the ax in one hand and the torch as if he was ready to throw it with a pale, sickened look on his face. He looks terrified. Lefty is standing there with her sword in one hand and peering off in the direction that Jamal was just taking. So Jamal is gone, taken by the dark, shadowy monsters that you guys can't seem to see. The mist is growing, and night is falling. What do you do?
4: Do I? Can I smell any of them? Are they? No. Is there anything else around?
6: You Nothing. Still, you 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 still smell that blood. and You see the the, the blood droplets on the ground, and and you're there's hungry no more for shapes. that. But there's no more shapes. There's no noises coming from the forest.
4: Uh, can I follow the blood? Yeah. There's blood. There's blood. It, it, it's it's got to be the monster's blood. We have to follow. If we follow this, we'll find Jamala. going to roll tracking, and I am going to add – I'm going to roll uh, six. How many points can I do extra bonus for to, the wolf? Up to what? ten. Up to ten. Well, I'm yep. going six. Well, also,
6: this. remember that the, the higher you go, the bigger your failure, failure, the more likely you're going to completely wolf out.
4: Right. Right. I'm, I'm, well, Jamala's missing, and we need to find her. So I'm rolling uh, a 7 plus 3. So a 10 for tracking plus 16.
6: Okay. Yeah, you know exactly where to go.
4: All right. I'm going to roll from my wolf. I rolled a uh, 7.
6: Okay. At this point, you are you start to, like, just lunge forward to follow the set. And then you, you, you remember very faintly. You remember. Wait, 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 wait. Can't go on. Can't go on can't leave everybody else behind and you slow down and you look back and you just like you're growling you're so impatient you're, you, you try to say something but you can't actually make words happen right now you're you're hungry you want you want this so what is a lefty and bogo doing bogo looks at lefty and it's like
1: I told him to go before we entered the Yogan Den. <laughs> <laughs> Bogo Bogos I should we f- follow him?
5: Yeah, I'm I'm completely if if Barty is trekking where Jamala went, I am a hundred percent on his tail.
6: Okay. Right, then I'll I'll be bringing up the rear, I suppose. Okay, so you guys are basically following each other's torches. Barty just starts running and he, he's following the, the the trail of blood. Uh, even as it gets thinner, he's gotten better at identifying the smell of the creature versus the smell of what should be forest animals. And as the blood itself starts to fade away, he still has the scent of the creature itself. You know, it's full on night when Barty suddenly stops almost careening into a small, it's almost like a gash in the forest. Uh, A couple hundred yards long, but only about 20, 30 yards across, and only about six feet deep. But you when you stop, you can see down into the ravine a thick bed of mist. But you see bones. And some of the bones are actually like stacked, like in little pyramids, or stacked one on top of each other with a stick going through them. There are all kinds of different, like animal bones and even a couple human skulls in there. Some of them very small, child size, and you see something burning near the entrance to a a, a small shallow like cave maybe th- like an opening in the in the face of the the land but it's it's only about four feet tall about eight feet wide
4: hmm
6: uh, well, what does Barty's nose say down what
4: does my nose say it says down. So
6: go down there
4: oh well I followed I, I mean I'm okay. following my nose
6: you're pacing back and forth trying to find like a safe way down like your initial instinct is to kind of jump down but with all the debris and stuff that you see near the cave and the mist is kind of separated from that debris because of the little small fires that are over there which seems kind of weird monsters and fire don't necessarily monsters don't necessarily make fires but um directly where you guys are at where you can see down towards it you don't see anything but mist below you you don't know what's down there so jumping is not necessarily a safe out opportunity you're gonna have to kind of move around to try and find a safe way to climb down
4: we we have a the rope uh can we tie it to the tree and repel yeah sure awesome well that's what i that's what let's do that
6: okay so you're you're kind of coming back to yourself a little bit more a little bit more human you're able to actually speak or articulate you're not feeling that the hunger now you're just feeling the very human emotion of got to save my friend
4: yeah, uh, Bogo, tie the end of this rope to that tree. We have to rappel down this ravine. We, Jamala is down there.
6: Right. Bogo will
1: take the other end, run around nearest big tree, and tie it off. Okay, so uh,
6: who's climbing down first?
4: Uh, I'll go first.
6: Okay. There's not much to I mean, it's not that deep down. It's only, like like I said, about six to eight feet deep down. But you climb down, and you're at the bottom. Who's next? I'll go. Okay. Barty, as you hit the ground, you feel like you're stepping on very, very dry sticks. Use your torch.
0: feel like walking on fortune cookie, Dr. Jones.
6: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Using your torch, you can see that they're you're, they're just scattered bones. That's this no cookie. Is- <laughs> and Lefty, when you hit the ground, same thing. And then Bogo, I yeah. assume. Bogo is- puts the torch in his teeth and then climbs down the rope. Okay. And then you guys are all down there standing on a bed of bones. As no, you- Great. How are you... You guys are carrying torches. How are you approaching this place without... Are you just... Are you trying to boldly go forward, or are you trying to be stealth?
4: Well, where's the... Can I smell the... The smell... Like, what does it smell like?
6: Everybody can smell, like, the stench of these monsters now. This is their... Ooh, that smell. Can you smell that smell? Yes, they can smell it. It's like a damp, rotting bear hide or something.
1: Why don't you take three steps that way, Marty?
4: I want... I mean, you said there were fires, right?
6: Yeah, small little fires, like, uh, I'd say, like, about the size of a cereal bowl.
4: Uh,
6: I
5: would, I would like to sneak towards the fire.
6: Okay, so roll stealth.
5: Is there still any kind of blood trail?
6: No, no, that, they, he lost that in the woods, he was just basically following their stank.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give, uh, three wolf points. To stealth? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I did that, cause I rolled an eight, so, uh, eleven.
6: Okay, and then roll the wolf.
4: Alright. Seven
6: okay you're okay you managed to stalk up there and that's more of in line with than the actual sneaking it's more of you stalking your way up to the front door and we're going to cut from you to just about five ten minutes ago jamala you wake up <laughs> the world is upside down literally you're uh, hanging by your feet do uh, you think
2: all the blood's rushing to my snout. uh what, what,
6: what do i see You see, just a cursory glance, you're looking around the room, you see these two hulking creatures. They're kind of gray skin, they look like large, humans, but they have kind of stupid looking looks on their faces. They're filthy and just... One of them has a dagger. He's pulling it out of his shoulder very slowly and he drops it to the ground. And he makes kind of this whimpering noise and he says something, but you don't understand the language. And that's when you hear the rustling from one of the... from, from towards the right, from the back end of this this layer. And am, I, am I being held upside yeah, down? Yeah, you're something... You're hanging from your feet.
2: Like, Is it... Is it Warm, what I'm, whatever I'm.
6: You're tied to whatever it okay. is, yeah. And your arms are tied behind you.
2: And do I see my staff anywhere?
6: Uh, no, it, it could be behind you. It could be somewhere else. Like your your ability to like turn your head, and stuff seems it's very limited okay. right now. You're still kind of groggy. The sound that you heard comes from, uh, s- like a smaller creature. It, it gets up on two legs and it turns around. You can see that it's been working on something, but. But it's hard to see what it is because of the way the light is. It's the light is being blocked by something. What stands up looks like it's got the hair of a female, in it, but you're only seeing it all in profile, just the shadow. And it's wearing some some sort of cloak or robe or something. And it's just it's hunched over, and it's got a stick it's using to help help it walk as it stumbles towards one of the the jotun. And she starts talking to it. It's a woman's voice, but it sounds like rustling leaves almost. And she's talking to it in a, almost a soothing nature. She reaches back and picks up the light source that she has, which is, again, it's like a bowl with a small blue flame in it. And as she lifts it over, you see that the shape she was working on were three of the crew members likewise hanging, but they're naked. And uh, and one of them, you can see, like some something is drawn on their their torso with some sort the paint whatever it is it's running you can't really make out the shapes but it looks like something deliberately like drawn on it and she picks up another bowl that was underneath this the the crew member and and heads towards the are you saying or doing anything
2: I feel like she's probably doing some kind of a spell of some kind maybe is that uh, would I have any reason to, to have any kind of arcane knowledge about what might be happening in front of me
6: that could be what's happening to the to the crew member that's being that's hanging from his feet. But you, otherwise, what she's doing is she's heading towards the yacht, and you don't know. So she so just looks like she's carrying a light in a in a bowl. In and her hand.
2: Uh, do I have any with my with my claws or anything any leverage or opportunities to quietly disengage myself from whatever's tying me up? You no,
6: know, whatever. It's like you were roped, like almost bailing. The rope that's tying your hands behind your back. Is wrapped around you completely Like uh-huh. over and over and over Like you have no movement in your your arms Or your legs And being upside down It makes it hard for you to like look behind you
2: And what about my neck
6: Your neck's free
2: could I potentially crane my head forward and try to set the ropes on me on fire in a way that I could burst sure. out of it? Sure. Uh, would logic dictate that I'm going to burn myself more than this is going to work, or...
6: It'll hurt, but it's a price of pain and freedom or it, or whatever might happen to you if you don't do anything. However, that being said, you're only about 8 to 10 feet away from these guys. They're definitely going to notice a new flame. And
2: does it seem like it would eat through it fast enough that I could... Fresh. Let's get
4: this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
2: Are you trying to talk my way out of the situation or try to burst out of the situation?
6: Uh, you don't, without being able to clearly see the ropes, but they feel pretty thick. And it feels like a lot of them. So if you weren't so close to them, you could burn one rope, for instance and then just kind of shimmy your way until the ropes fell free. And that would take about probably 30 to 45 seconds, give or take. If you freed yourself that far, they'd be on top of you before you could cast a spell or do anything. Okay. And as you're working all this out, the woman, for lack of a better word from what you can see, reaches her bony, scrawny hand up, and she has something on her hand. She's wiping it on the wounded Jotun. And again, she's kind of talking to it in a very motherly way, like concealing it, and the, the creature itself looks almost like it's like like, like a child in pain. And the other one is kind of punching the ground like he's angry. And she looks to him and she says something again in a language you don't understand and he just kind of looks ashamed and backs away and relaxes. So it's almost like she's scolding children or talking or soothing the children, but they're you know, ten foot tall gray skinned jotuns.
2: Does it sound at all like the language of the Northlanders?
6: It sounds exactly like their language. Have I picked up any of that? Maybe pray. Okay. Um, you 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 think you hear that word, but otherwise, you know, hunting, you've heard that word, but nothing else that they're saying it makes a whole lot of sense.
2: All right. Hey, lady, what's the deal?
6: Her head snaps towards you, and she's, like, looking glaringly. Her hand is still, like, up on that y- yoten's chest, but she stops medicating it. She pulls it back, and she kind of stands up to her full height holding that stick and she's she's the size of a woman a normal woman she looks almost like a normal woman but she's you see that the, the, the cloak that she's wearing is really nothing more than a, a light tattered robe that's not like fastened in front of her it's just like draped on her She's naked, but, like, her breasts are, like, lopsided. She's kind of twisted and skeletal, but she looks dangerous, like a beast, but sick, like a starving child. And she just kind of k- takes a couple steps. She's saying something in there. She's almost spitting it out, like hissing. And she walks near you and just backhands you.
2: Okay. Um, how badly does she backhand you?
6: It actually doesn't hurt that much. She's just weak. But it's enough to, like, send the message, shut up. She pulls out a dagger, a nice, like, slender dagger. She walks back over to the person that she had been painting these things on. And she continues to paint, but she's not using the brush. She's carving something into him. And
2: is he dead awake?
6: He screams. Ah! <laughs> and that's where you guys come back in. <laughs> you hear us just this pitiful screaming coming from inside. It's not Jamala. It's clearly a man's voice. It sounds like a man just being tortured inside the cave. So, Barty, Lefty, Bogo.
5: Let's sneak that way, the way of the scream.
6: Okay, so you're you're sneaking, you're following basically getting closer to the cave.
5: I mean, if Barty's up for it.
6: Yeah. Okay, so... Let's go. Everybody's sneaking, roll stealth. Bogo is trying to sneak up with him, or is he cowering?
1: Uh, he's scared, but I mean, he's gonna, as long as they're in front of him, I think. <laughs> that's Okay. Like, not like... Yeah, go ahead kill
6: them first, but rather, yeah. like,
1: uh, strengthen numbers. Yeah. Let's
4: see. Is, uh, I'm going to do on. another uh, plus
5: three
1: okay.
6: to
5: my stealth. I got an 11. 19. Okay. All right. So, with no oh, sneak, we use dexterity, which I get eight.
6: So, Barty, Barty sneaks forward. He His mastery of stealth at this point kind of taking over. He crosses across the doorway of the cave to one side as you guys crouch towards the other. Lefty's making some noise, and she's aware of it, but it's not so loud that you would think that it would be something to be afraid of. Barty doesn't seem to be concerned at all. It is, however, concerning when Bogo starts to sneak forward. <laughs> he bumps into Lefty, and both of them make this obnoxious clanging noise when their weapons and stuff hit the clothes and the debris that they're wearing. It sounds almost like a small pottle. Yeah, a small kitchen just hitting a bunch of rocks.
2: Do I hear that? Yes. yes. Okay, Um, I'm going to shout something. Okay. I am going to
6: hide. A dragon okay. shout.
2: There's an old lady and two giants and she's got a knife!
1: <laughs> and a terrible rack!
6: <laughs> Jamala sees one of the, the unwounded Yoten, roars, and just turns like a feral animal and just starts on all fours charging towards the front of the cave. The other one starts to slip behind him. All you guys hear from the cave is Jamala's crying out and... And then the roar of this creature. And Barty is kind of already in this really great position he snuck towards. And he's crouching and hiding behind that. Lefty and Bogo are crouching and hiding where they made a bunch of noise. They have a really good eye view of this creature just charging. It's a hulking, gray-skinned beast with humanoid features just charging on all fours. Almost like a gorilla charging forward and bursting out of the cave. And it just... it right off the bat it sees you guys don't have a choice at this point i guess so who's going to do what first well i mean am i
4: hidden like yeah like, run past me yeah yeah excellent and and uh i'm going after jamala
6: okay
5: how hidden am
6: i you're he's, not i guess we're not like we're just standing there and yeah he's well, coming, it's he sees it out like, yeah
5: <laughs> okay and he's just charging at us?
6: No, he's he's charged out of the cave and just kind of slid to a stop. And he sees you guys, and he just he stands up full tall. His hands are open, and you can see the claws that are on. These are definitely the things that rendered Shovel Guy. And it just kind of crouches down just enough to, to look like it's about to pounce. And oh, boy. It, it just growls at you. In person, this thing is even scarier looking than the, the shadowy stuff you guys were facing in the mist.
5: So, he's he's ready to pounce toward us, and we are in a single direction. Yeah. I almost feel like the best thing to do would be if we both, like, dive and spit up in opposite directions and hide behind trees and work our way toward where Jamala is. Okay. I feel like running is our best bet.
6: You also know that there's one Jotun and, one, and, and an old lady with a knife still inside the cave, and that thing, that the Jotun itself, as it came out of the cave, had filled the cave.
5: Okay, so there's no getting past him is what you're no, saying. No, you,
6: he, he is past the cave. You could go back in, but there's another one in there. That right, is so he could end up a... surrounded. So we, do we just split
1: then? Like if he's about to charge, we both split and yeah. then lure, lure him further out. and then...
5: Is there like a big mountain or rock we can stand in front of so that when he charges and we can just dive and do one of those Looney tunes things where he hits his head and...
6: We're able to walk away? No, this is pretty much, it's just broken. The The ground is just, there's no, like, rocks. It's more like runoff.
5: Can I pick up some bones and throw them, like, at him while I'm running? Sure. Away, so yep. that I, I... You're strong! Kill him!
1: Let's say, Uzani, with his army! Fists open! Well, I just
5: want to <laughs> attack him when he's not, like, gearing to attack. It's easier to counter him when he's not uber-aggro.
6: Yeah, she does a pretty good job killing things. Okay, so you guys are splitting up. The creature charges forward as you guys start to move.
5: I want to try to throw a bone in
6: his eye. Okay. While I run. a bone in your eye.
5: Yeah. <laughs> There's a bone
4: in the eye. Ah.
6: Bogo, I want you to roll defense. Okay. You're the largest thing. He thinks you are a bigger threat. Mm-hmm. What's what would I, what 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 for my defense would that be? Just. What, do you have a defense skill? I have a parry. Or okay. I have a block. Okay. So go ahead and roll reaction. Okay. So, then okay. eleven. 11? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you missed. Or rather, he hit. (laughs) Yeah. So you're taking uh, 16 points of damage minus your armor. What's Uh, your damage capacity of your armor? 10. Or protection rating, sorry. uh, 6. Okay, so you take 10 points of damage. Okay.
4: Holy shit, don't get hit by these things.
6: No, you don't want to get hit by these things. Okay. Yeah, this is a two to three hits in your dead game. So you just took 10 points of damage. Uh, What's your wound threshold?
1: Critical a critical threshold? Yeah. Ten.
6: Ten? Yeah. Okay, you took a wound. You're yeah. still standing. The creature charges forward, grabs you, and slams you up against the, the wall of the... Uh, the ditch or whatever? Yeah, yeah. and just like just slams into you. Ugh. Now, Lefty, when you were starting to move to go throw that in his face, you saw that he wasn't even coming for you. He just went straight for the direction that Bogo was in. So you, have, you actually have an opening.
5: Neat. Taking it.
6: (laughs) All right. So you're attacking from behind it. So go ahead. With my big old sword. All right. Hack at it.
5: Yay. Hacking. I guess that would be D12 plus three. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. I got nine.
6: Okay. Roll damage
5: damage is d10 plus five plus four
6: no so, uh, it's either d10 plus five or d10 plus four are you using it two-handed or one-handed whichever gets me the plus five that's two-handed
5: <laughs> then that one
6: <laughs> i agree
5: all right well i've got i rolled a five so my plus five gets me 10
6: because i rolled a one to defend yes. oh shit that was armor defeating <laughs> So he just gave, Bogo, you just gave to him. So seeing the opening, you just bring that sword crashing down onto the thing's back. But you do notice that it is an effort to drive that sword into his skin. And as you bring it down and rake it across his flesh, tearing a nice long gash into his back, it howls in pain and backs away from Bogo and takes a step back, almost reaching behind it, like surprised and shocked that you were able to do it. And uh, that's where you guys stand at this moment. Barty, what are you trying to do?
4: I am heading towards the shout that Jamala made.
6: Okay, so you turn into the cave and you start heading forward. And you see the wounded Yotun coming towards you in the cave.
4: Oh, the one with the, da- the dagger? Yep. Okay, so there's an old lady and... You don't and... see her.
6: You just know about her because of Jamala. You can't see anything past that Yotun.
4: Okay. I, I can't see Jamala.
6: No. You see the glow Can I smell
4: Jamala? Yes. Okay. Can I smell like that she's close? Yes. Okay. Uh, Then I am... I'm going to wolf out to the point of... uh, I'm letting go almost to complete insanity.
6: Okay. So you're going to go full plus 10 to attack?
4: I'm going to go plus 9. 9 with a rapier. uh, Well, well, maybe a double dagger. Double dagger on this Jotun. Okay. Um, Oh, you
2: you can you can go double dagger tactfully while being a werewolf at the same time?
6: Or I could claw it's, this dude. It's I really mean not like d- It really depends on how he rolls his okay. uh, resistance to the werewolf thing. So he's going to get the bonus regardless. It's what happens after that is determined by the werewolf.
4: Would I still roll like a dagger like for the attack the same
6: this is like a leaping, like a charge-in attack. Yeah. It's not a throw. Right. Yep. You so, just yeah. roll. So, roll okay. roll a just like you normally do, but add a plus nine. Are you charging? Oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, then you're yeah. going to subtract another three points for the distance you got to charge, but you're going to get another three points back in your damage, damage roll. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So a total of a plus six at the end of it. Plus six, yeah. I
4: rolled an 11 plus six, so 17.
6: Okay, let's see what happens with the yote. Uh, go ahead and roll damage.
4: All right, uh, I rolled damage, eighteen plus thir- twenty-one. Oh, shit. Nice. And, it, and is that, does the does the wolf get added to that as well?
6: It, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he could. Yeah.
4: Twenty-one plus uh, the nine, so thirty.
6: Yes. yes, thirty. <laughs> so it did not take an armor defeating hit, so it takes fourteen points of damage. It didn't take a wound. Uh go ahead. With
4: 30 damage? No,
6: because he has his skin is like armor. All right. You didn't armor defeat cuz I didn't roll a 1 this time to defend myself. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh oh, jeez. Oh, ro- <laughs>
6: roll wisdom.
4: <laughs> I rolled a 2. I rolled okay. a Well, no, All yeah, right. I rolled I rolled a, a 3 cuz I had the plus 1. It's so a 3. I rolled a 3.
6: You slam into the creature, driving both daggers down onto, you know, its torso. Holding onto it, you're face-to-face with this thing. And without really having any control over it, you just snarl at it. You can feel changing. Mm, what kind of changing? You've got teeth now. Oh, okay. Jamala, okay. what are you doing?
2: Uh, what's the old lady doing?
6: She's cowering back into the corner near the, the hanging crew members. By the way, there's only three. Uh huh. One's missing. Uh huh. The other one is shovel guy, so that's the total of five. Uh huh. So just keep that. Okay, know.
2: and 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 how far away is the conflict with Bati and the creature?
6: Uh, I'd say about mm, ten feet away. Okay. And how is the old lady near me? No, she's she. Her eyes are on the Jotun, and she's kind of hissing and growling under her breath as she's back away. She's clutching a dagger in front of her like like she's afraid somebody's going to get past the Jotun and she's going to have to fight back. She's her she's not even aware of you at this moment.
2: I'm going to do the fire thing.
6: Okay? Go ahead and roll that.
2: I rolled a 4 for attack and my effect is 11.
6: Okay. So you start burning the ropes but you're burning your skin so you're going to take 3 points of damage. Okay, um, and that's when the old lady remembers you, hisses, and starts heading straight for you with her dagger. But she's she's doing it cautiously. She's not like charging. She she realizes what she just saw. That worries her, but she's still kind of stalking her way towards you with her dagger, almost in front. She obviously doesn't use this dagger as a weapon. The way she's holding it, she's holding it more like a like a 1950s housewife with a burglar in the room. You know. <laughs>
1: That's oddly specific, but
2: I like it. (laughs) Okay.
6: All right. uh, Bogo,
1: you're up. So the Jotun, he, like, stumbled back, and is he spinning to see Lefty, or is he... uh,
6: He's looking back between both of you. He was surprised that she hit him, but he's not stupid in the the sense that he's going to completely, like, ignore you.
1: Uh, I want to take the best opportunity I can. I know I'm hurt real bad, but I got to do something, Uh, so I'm going to take a swing can i call a target like his leg or something yeah absolutely up? so it's let me gonna...
6: let me try and here's how called shots work you take a 3 point bonus for however narrow you do leg is 3 upper leg is -6 kneecap is going to be -9 again those points then get applied to the damage that mm-hmm. you do to the creature if I can, I
1: want to try and do a swing in a way that will come up behind his knee, not necessarily like I want to cut his knee cut him off at the knee, but rather like if I can even just get his leg out from under him and get him on the ground.
6: Okay, so you're going to take the 3 Sure. How? Yeah, okay. yeah, just
1: to, to, to so that you use his weight against him to, you know, right. trip him. Just use my regular uh attack for yep. an axe or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go, Bogo. Yep. Uh, it's not I'm going over the wire. I got to not roll on the wire anymore. Uh, I rolled
6: a eleven. Uh, you bring your axe around, to go, and he sees that coming, and he just brings his arm down and, and, and oh, like stops. Uh, yeah, the shaft of the axe hits the arm. It, it's almost like hitting a, like a, a rock or something. You know, you, you didn't give at all. Just thunk, mm-hmm. and the vibration going up your arm. That
2: sort of thing. channeling like exclusively loonitude stuff. Yeah, right.
6: <laughs> so back to the Jotun being that you attacked it last, Bogo. Sure. Roll defense.
1: Man, Why's it all gotta go
6: on, Bogo. Are you trying to parry with your axe? Ooh, uh, well, I we, mean, do I
1: have that? Uh, th- um, this isn't reactionary. I could parry with it if I. Yeah, whatever. it's the same, same thing. That's what the parry skill is for. It's the same
6: die roll. So oh, okay, then yeah, let's do that. That's, so that would be. That's uh, 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 fifteen. Actually, if you look down your weapon stats, you have a parry down there. Ooh, and I just roll roll for that as well. No, no, no. What is it? That, that's d d ten plus three. Okay, so the axe actually has a parry bonus of two. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be two plus your parry skill, which is what uh, six. Six. Yeah. So that's eight uh-huh. plus the nine is seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Okay, so that's eleven. So you okay. parry. Oh, I do. Okay. Yep. Oh, so it, well, that's So it, it brings its right hand as a just a full on fist. And you bring your axe up just like, in time.
1: Like it was down from trying to get the leg, but it stopped it. That and was that, his left hand. Then the fist comes up, so I just whoop straight up with the axe. Right, I'm like, okay. more
6: like uh, instead of your hands being together, you have them separated, like the proper. What? The, yeah. yeah, and you and you just manage to to stop that fist. But damn, again, that pushes you back against the rock just the sure. force of it. But it doesn't hurt. But you're like holy, yeah, better than more claws in the face. Again, Lefty, you have a slight opening now, but it is not like the last one. So now you can hit.
5: All right. Well, you know how I like to take my openings.
6: Yeah. Um, Two plus three. Oh,
5: five. Boo. Five. Freaking five.
6: Yeah. It basically steps aside just as your kind of clumsy attack just whiffs right past him. Barty. Yes. Your daggers are stuck. What do you want to do?
4: What am I gonna do? Uh, uh, well, I mean, I've got teeth, and he's in my face. Ooh, I'm gonna bite his eyes out.
6: Okay. All right. Go ahead and eat this. <laughs> You're just giving into the instincts. Go for it. Hell yeah. Roll a like an unarmed attack.
4: Any bonuses to this one?
6: Yeah, you still have your wolf bonus.
4: So unarmed. That's a. S- 17 plus the 9. So 26. And sizors to the eyeballs. Do I need to even roll damage at this point?
6: Yes, you do have to roll oh. damage. You're <laughs> not that powerful.
4: So I mean, it's his eyes.
6: Well, I didn't be... say you hit the eyes. That's just what you're going for. Okay, 20. Okay, 20 points of damage right on its face. You you feel like your your teeth just bite strung down onto his, the flesh of its cheek and you pull it off and just warm blood just flows down into your mouth and it's, god it tastes so good you want more the creature howls and you're not defending uh, this isn't going to be happy so take 18 points of damage it slams you off of it into the sidewall of the cave you do. If you're wearing armor, you can deduct. Yeah. You can deduct that. Uh, what did I say it was? Eighteen. Yes, eighteen. Sorry. Thank you.
4: What am I looking for? Your protection.
6: Protection rating. Uh, an eight. Okay, so you took ten points of damage.
4: Uh, okay. Uh. Then I'm. Uh, that, that's it for me then.
6: You're unconscious. Yep. Wow. That was how was dramatic. <laughs> okay, Jamala, what you see is uh, the beast slumping backwards. It's got its hands on its face and blood is just pouring down the side of its body. Its flesh is actually like rendered. Um, it's whimpering almost as it staggers back and it's falling backwards just trying to, to, to separate itself from whatever just did this and you see Barty unconsciously slumped across the thing and as you see this you see that woman filling your vision as she gets closer with that dagger, but she's almost like any time you make a move with your head, she steps back just like a bit as she moves forward. Yep.
2: Okay, so I'm wiggling. Uh, am I out of the ropes yet?
6: No. Uh, You're getting there. You can start to move your hands. You can actually...
2: And how close is the old woman?
6: Uh, Four feet. And she's gonna cut me, huh? Oh, she wants to. She's, uh, But she also looks very scared too. Like, she wants to cut you, but she feels like she might lose an arm if she tries.
2: She's gonna lose her fucking face. <laughs> um, which, are my hands free? Not yet. Not yet? Uh, no. b- 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 they're
6: looser, but they're not free.
2: I'm gonna say to her, call her off, and if she doesn't, if she just keeps walking, I'm gonna blast her with flames.
6: Okay. She doesn't seem to understand what you're saying. She lurches back for a second, and then she screams something at you. You don't understand the words, and then she starts moving forward a little bit faster.
2: Yep, say goodbye to your face, Grandma. A four to attack piss. A two for effect.
6: So Oh plus one. So you got it with a three. three. Okay, so add two more points to that. <laughs> so five. Okay. Yeah, so you spit. You, you you don't breathe fire. You spit like a stream of fire at her and it hits on her like torso area and the 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 bathrobe basically. The tattered robe she's wearing and that catches on fire. She's blindly, like, trying to pat it away. Yeah. She backs up into you, and she backs up into Yoten at the same time, who pushes her away from it. And we'll stop there as that chaos continues, back towards um, Lefty and Bogo and their final little Jotun adventure. The picture I have in my head now is that you just blocked yeah. Lefty attacked and blocked. This thing's actually taking kind of a step back. It's it's realizing that you guys aren't children. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not easy prey. And it's looking between the two of you trying to figure out what it's going to do. So now we have kind of a, a triangle, triangle. Yeah, of, okay. of combatants. And the creature doesn't look like it's really ready to make the first move. Okay. I don't have much health left, uh, but... Yeah, you look pretty beat up and shattered. The, loose, the lefty can see that. Mm-hmm. Can I make a fake
1: form, like I'm gonna go, like see, just to t- sort of test his reaction? If i like, yeah, a- yeah, sure, okay, and then and if I can hopefully distract him, and he's got his eyes locked on me, that might give Lefty
6: an opening. Okay, so go ahead and like a- and use charisma to make your attack test. Okay, uh, that's a uh, 11. So let's roll this thing's wisdom, and he totally buys it, and he kind of takes uh, his left foot because you're on his left. He mm-hmm. he steps back with his left foot and. And right foot, so now he's kind of standing like sideways towards you guys. Uh lefty, it's not like a wide opening, but his focus is more on Bogo than it is on you. Take it. All right. How are you going to take this attack?
5: Well, is the the sword still a smart
6: Yeah. Really, you've only hit him you've only attacked him twice. You you don't know much about fighting this thing based only on the fact that you hit him in the back once. And otherwise, you've missed. But you do know that hitting him in the arms is kind of pointless. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yes.
5: <laughs> right. All right. Here come my large swords.
6: Okay. Uh,
5: let's see. That's four plus three. That's seven.
6: That's it total?
5: For the skill, yeah.
6: Yeah, you missed. It, again, it, it sees you and it takes another step back. This Got time, it. it charges for you. Me? Yep. Cool. So roll two. How do you want to do this? Parry, block, or dodge? You can't block it on the shield, so is it gonna be a parry or a dodge?
5: He's real big, right? Yeah. Dodge.
6: Okay. So roll to dodge.
5: The reaction
6: is
5: Oh I rolled an eleven on a D twelve okay. for
6: Okay, you you parried. So is it Great. It basically it, it tries to backhand you like uh almost like a gorilla swipe. It it takes two steps forward, swings upwards at you, and you bring your sword back and clang right into it.
5: Yay! Okay.
6: Yep. So, Barty is unconscious. What you see, Jamala, is that woman is just trying to figure out how to get this thing off of her, and she's screaming in Empire, pain. And by this
2: thing, you mean my dragon fire?
6: Yeah. That. Uh, she, so she finally throws this thing down, and and she's glaring at you, but she's not going anywhere near you. She's actually she dropped her dagger near you. You finally and got the ropes clear. Is
2: her dagger Barty's dagger, or is that dagger also somewhere around there?
6: party's dagger.
2: Okay. okay, am I free yet?
6: Yes, you're free. Great.
2: The dagger's near me, if I wanted yes. to. Yes. Mm-hmm.
6: So you have a Jotun on your left, and you have a burnt old lady on your right. And is
2: the Jotun paying attention to me at all?
6: No, it's it's like it's crying or something. It's just kind of like it's huddled in a, in the corner. It's it's almost like in a fetal position. Like it's it's afraid of anything else coming to hurt it.
2: Okay, um, I'm going to...
6: Yeah, I I put the fear, the
2: fear into the Jotun!
4: Fear the unconscious werewolf on the floor.
6: It's got a level three wound. It's about to fall unconscious, but, um...
2: And I assume I can't tell that,
6: though. No, you can just see that it, it has no interest in you or anything else. It's defeated.
2: And I can't see my staff anywhere near me.
6: No, it's behind you. It was behind you the whole time. You just oh, couldn't see it.
2: Great. Okay, I'm gonna grab that and I'm gonna knock the lady in the head. I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock her unconscious. That's what I want to do.
6: Okay, she's, she's trying to dig her way like backwards, like trying to back up, and she can't. She has nowhere to go. She's panicking. She's screaming, and that's when you funk her. That is when things change outside. The Jotun outside hears that scream. And just charges back towards the cave, totally turning its back on both of you.
1: Well, if he's gonna do that, <laughs> and like uh, the default would fall to me, right? If, that, if we're going in order, still. Yeah. All right, then I'm gonna let him have it. If he's if he's got his whole back to me, then may as well. Okay. because uh, I don't know when we're gonna how get it you, better.
6: How you Got like just a couple hit. Points I'm like left.
1: I'm like I'm I'm I, I'm actually down to if it's toughness, I got seven left.
6: Oh, so you did take a wound. Yeah. Should that, ev- should that affect? Yeah. Now me? you've got. Yeah, you're about. You're about at five.
1: Oh, oh, because it continues. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Then I mean, but whatever. What else am I gonna do? Like, right. let's let just run in there and maul uh uh Barty and Jamella. So yeah. Uh, let's do it then. Let's okay. just go full on with the axe, and I'm gonna hopefully cleave that gash on his back even deeper. Ooh, that's that. And then, and uh, then
6: nineteen. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage.
1: And that would be... Oh, eight.
6: Okay, so you, your axe clanks on the back of it. Yeah. Uh, you didn't hit it in the same gash. You mm-hmm. should hit it closer to the shoulder, and it feels it, but it's not hurt by it. Mm-hmm. And you, left, you have about a split second to act if you've got something that you want to do right now. Quick. Attack? Okay. Almost ran out of time. Always. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll it.
5: Ten plus
6: three, thirteen. Yeah, yeah you—he's done. You—he's yes. you, uh, hit. Sorry. Um, okay, go ahead. Roll damage. Okay. Six. Six total. Yeah. Okay. Again. Yeah, your sword. Same thing. You hit it, and it, it just clanks off of his shoulder. It's—it's it's like hitting a rock. And again with the attack, but it was already mid the attack on Bogo when you swing. So go ahead and roll to defend.
1: Can I do a, a dodge to try and dodge? Or sure. Is it two?
6: A niner. A niner? Yeah, a nine. It's not armor defeating, but it does hit. Okay, so what's your uh, protection rating on your armor? Six. Okay, so you just took fourteen points of damage.
1: Jesus,
6: I'm I'm that's, I'm out. All right, so like, what's the negative?
1: Uh, if I was down, if I well, if I was down to five.
6: Yeah. So you're a negative eleven. Th- yeah, yeah. What's your total hit point or total toughness? Uh, when I'm unaffected, is seventeen. Okay. What was your wound threshold? Well, you were at seven. You were at five. So you went past. I was, was I had three. the one. I was one, one wounded. Six, Sixteen. You're two wounded. Added yeah. onto that, so now you're at minus three. So you got about two rounds until you die. Yeah, That's it's bad. It's really bad. So when he gets hit this time. He gets hit right into the chest and he goes sailing back about four or five feet. Blood is coming out of his nose and mouth and he's unconscious. He's just coughing blood at this point. And that's what you're seeing, Lefty. But Jamala is still... The, the, the woman's. you cracked her skull. So she's just bleeding. She's out. She's done. The uh, other Jotun, the wounded one, saw or heard that scream, kind of woke up a little bit, saw you tries to stand up and falls to one knee, tries to stand up again. Like she's going towards you. She's doing everything she can to, to creep towards you. So this is a lady Yotin? Yes. Okay. So, yep. So she's taking steps towards you, towards the person that's hurting it, the, 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 the old lady, it wants to stop you and protect it. And that's the sense you get from this creature as it's heading towards you. Okay.
2: Um, well, I have take the old woman by the hair Um, lean down to grab the dagger and hold the dagger to the old woman's neck.
6: It's, basically, it stops it teeters, and then it just, eyes roll back into its head, and it falls collapses to the ground.
2: That's what I thought. (laughs) Uh, drop the old lady, uh, hurry over to Bati and make sure he's okay.
6: Uh, blood's coming out of his mouth and nose. He looks like he Uh was, yeah, he was crushed, um. you hear the crunch of something get smashed outside. Um, It's like a squishy metal... Like a can of soup. Yes! That's an excellent one. Like Somebody just stepped on a can of soup, but it was in stereo. It was really loud. So, Lefty, you're standing alone with this thing over what looks like the dead body of Bogo.
5: Do I, I... Well, I don't have any healing skills. Uh... Is that's, Jamala with earshot earshot and
6: you have him, no or is Yeah, it's uh, just you and this this beast who's glaring at you now. It's like it's forgotten about the woman that screamed and remembered after being attacked twice that you guys are dangerous.
5: Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to keep trying to kill it.
6: Okay, go ahead. Can I do that? Yeah. I mean, poor poor
1: Bogo. That sorry, was it. Bogo.
5: I don't have healing skills. I need to I'm, kill. The, I mean,
1: what else can I need to you do? Just, you.
5: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Well, I don't know how the hell I'm going to survive. I should be dead at this point.
5: I can only avenge one person at a time, Barty. <laughs> Alright, go, go. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Woo!
6: would you uh, roll? 13. Okay, you hit it this Wh- time. Yay. Yes. So go ahead and roll damage.
5: I got a six on the dice.
6: Yeah, again, their sword clangs on them, hitting them across but, the chest. But
5: that has a plus five, so it's 11 total.
6: Right. Um, okay, so you actually gave one point of damage. Okay. So a little scratch.
5: Yeah, take that,
6: big monster. You know, you're starting to see, hitting him in the chest and arms, like you, you see the texture on his skin. You see the areas of his skin where you have the one place you had hit him and it hurt, At every other place you've hit him and your sword is almost bounced off. You, you can start to see the vital parts of him that you need to strike for. But these are all gonna be called shots at this point. So you any of these shots you're gonna try and make, if you're gonna you're gonna try and hit him there, or you're gonna try and power through this armor that is like like hitting a a, a wall of rock every time you hit it. And it is uh, also attacking you. So you have to roll your reaction. I got a seven, so
5: plus so one seven, is
6: eight. eight. 13. And no, you got hit. Uh not armor-defeating, but you did get hit. For a total of 20. So you're taking 15 points of damage.
5: God. Me? Yep. And where am I starting at?
6: 13. So you're unconscious now, too. Holy,
5: Holy shit. shit! This, well, well, this may guys, be our last game of D&D, you guys. Yeah, yeah, it was fun while it lasted, guys. Hope hope, hope it's... Uh, <laughs> hope, uh, <laughs> it's really a miracle we made it this far. Good night and good luck.
6: <laughs> so, Jamala... Something is entering the cave. Yeah, something's entering the cave? Another Jotun.
2: Do I have any understanding of what's wrong with Bati?
6: Uh yeah, he was pounded to death.
4: How many rounds do <laughs> I have? I mean, like, even... how many rounds do I have left? Like what's going I mean, like you know what I'm saying?
6: Nobody knows that except me. Oh great. Yeah. No, you 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 can see like the the uh, basically you just you, a, tunnel of, th- you a yeah. tunnel of light you no. see a tunnel of light Barty. <laughs> jamal the, really the only th- the only option you have for him is so that he's not drinking his own blood he's not he's not laying down on the so you prop him up and you've kind of set him apart his breathing seems to relax a little bit it's not labor it's not gurgling he's not he's not drowning in his own blood at this point you, he's not fading fast but go ahead and roll wisdom
2: wisdom's the best i can do and i got a two
6: Okay, you don't know anything else that you can do at this point to make this better. Ugh. So.
2: Bless me with hope.
6: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if so, I, so I've propped him up. I yep. hear, I hear something approaching.
6: Yep. Uh, oh, you see it. I when, see it. Yeah, yeah. There's one more of the jotun standing there.
2: Okay. I'm gonna run back to the old lady and uh, and threaten her again.
6: It keeps moving forward. The dag
2: is right against her throat.
6: It keeps moving forward. Oh shit.
2: Uh, Biggest sun strike. Yep. I can No, it needs to be Avenging Light because I has to be fast um,
6: it. It.
4: Come on, Jamala For the love Come on, your, your team's dying You are literally
2: it I'm, I'm thinking Hold on, I'm thinking oh, Would you
6: like to well, phone a friend? In, a, in, her, in, a, in her particular <laughs> position This isn't like a uh, She's got to beat this thing So her friends can survive She has to beat this thing so any of you can survive
2: Okay here I go. Avenging light as big as I can. Um, man, not even the man in black
4: was this hard.
2: 19.
6: Okay, yeah, you hit it. And 8
2: plus 3.
6: Uh, so 11 plus 3, 14. Okay. 14, 15, That's it. That was all you needed. Hey, I, I killed him by one point. <laughs> yeah, by one point. Because if she had that point... That one point, that one little nick was all, that was what you needed, yeah. So, yeah, in desperation, you fire off a a beam of light that hits dead center in the chest. Right on that scratch. Actually, right in, like, this little pit right here, (laughs) right just below the sternum area. And just pierced right through it. And it takes another step, another step, and it just falls flat on top of the one that had uh, passed out from its wounds earlier. Okay, now, I didn't want to say you guys could do this because it was much more fun watching you all panic. Um, Everybody can roll one personal healing test, which is just a toughness test, but you do have to subtract your wounds from it. How how many
4: wounds do I have?
6: You have two. uh, Lefty has one. Bogo has three. And eight, so... So, uh, so you are at negative 7, so you rolled a 6, so you are at negative 1, correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're not dying anymore, but you're still unconscious. Lefty, what did you roll? I rolled a 2. Okay, you're not dying anymore, but you're unconscious. Okay. Okay. I was at negative 11, but I rolled a 6, so that means I'm at negative 5. Well, did you subtract your 3? Yes. Okay, so then, yeah, you're good. So everybody's still alive. Jamala, like he looks dead. Bogo looks dead, but yeah, you're you're alone in this.
2: Okay, um, so I don't know any of that. Uh, no. Lefty, Bogo.
6: So when you walk outside, what you see is Lefty and Bogo at completely opposite ends of this gash in the forest. Bones, human bones, animal bones uh, carpet the entire area, and um, they are. Covered in their own blood, having come from like their mouths and their their nose, even their eyes, just like they had fallen from a great height, like a can of soup from a great height, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> onto the storeroom floor.
2: <laughs> were the, the the crew members? Were any of them conscious still?
6: Uh, the one that was being cut up it had passed out. The other two were already passed out. Okay. Um, you find bits and pieces of the fourth one scattered throughout, having been gnawed and ate upon. Them.
2: Okay. Um I have no hope of dragging Bogle anywhere. Uh, can I put something in his wound to? Try? You don't
6: see wounds; it's like they're crushed. Oh, like, like he slammed you see, me into yeah, the wall. Yeah, you see, yeah. you see a huge dent in his in his okay. armor.
2: Uh, and Lefty, I mean, I've probably I've gone to her first. If
6: yeah, you have to actually unfasten part of her armor to, to so she can breathe better.
2: Okay, I'm taking her into the cave. Mm-hmm. I'm. Propping her up. I'm gonna slap any any of the crew members, see if they'll wake up.
6: Yeah, nobody was waking up. Oh no. Oh no no no. Roll wisdom. I rolled a one. Okay, roll toughness. I rolled a one. <laughs> okay. So you slump <laughs> back rolls. you slump back against the cave wall. You look around. Lefty and Barty are slumped against the wall. You think they're alive. The Jotun are down. You're exhausted. You have no idea what to do. You lean your head back, close your eyes, and start to drift off.
3: To Dungeons and Doritos. It's been a lovely seven or so years. Uh, <laughs> I've had a wonderful time uh, being with you all this time, and for <clears throat> frankly, I'm grateful that it's over, and uh, now I can finally go on that vacation that they promised me. Uh, I mean, they're all dead, so I don't.
6: They're not dead.
3: Oh, like you know. I'm a wizard. I think I know when someone's dead. They're dead, buddy.
6: They are mostly dead, not <laughs> all dead. There's a big difference.
3: Okay, hey, Coon's so nice this time of year. Farted, tarnation! You nefarious wank stain of a
6: game master. They could still die in the next episode. It's entirely up to them. I have <laughs> no idea how they could get out of this. He's got a smug look on his face. I don't. Face. I can't wait to see how it's you guys figure this smug. out. Smug. I'm happy because I don't have to write the next episode. It's being written by you guys this time. Tune in next month for another Dungeons &
3: Doritos where you'll hear the exploits of Smuggy McGame Master (laughs) and the the inept idiots who can't roll too good.
2: Hello. Thank you so very much for listening to Dungeons & Doritos, presented by Nerdy Show. I know what you're thinking. Jamela, I've listened to all the episodes of Dungeons & Doritos. I've heard all this before. Well, shut up, fussy bitches. It's time to listen good. Because if you're not actively participating in what I'm about to say, if you're not listening to these, these facts and these accreditations, you're missing a significant part of the Dungeons & Doritos community and special ways that you can help make this show go on forever. So, if you like what you heard, do the responsible thing. Please rate and review us on iTunes, like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audio Boom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. Dungeons & Doritos was performed by Cap Blackard, Colin Peterson, Lefty Lucy, Doug Banks, and Rule Knudsen. It was designed and mixed by Colin Peterson and edited by Jamie Kerrigan. Our original score was composed and produced by Ryan McQuinn, Mike McQuinn, and Steve Obortz, and is available for purchase on Bandcamp, which goes directly to supporting the composers. Dungeons & Doritos is played using the Saga's role-playing game. A universal system designed to allow for unparalleled role-playing and world-building freedom. Find out more at sagasrpg.com. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes and images from Dungeons and Doritos, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdy show. You can also find official Dungeons and Doritos merchandise, like comics, shirts, stickers, and dice bags at nerdyshow.com slash store. Discover more Nerdy Show roleplaying and audio dramas on Nerdy Show Theater. And find all of our programming at nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, they've got it covered.